Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to another exciting edition of Taylor Bates Sports with Kevin Taylor. Rocking the sports bell from the ATL. Hey, we haven't been with you since right before Thanksgiving, but we're back now because guess what? Football season is continuing. NFL Falcons making that playoff push. We've got two local teams in bowl games. We've got Georgia State taking on Western Kentucky and the Auto Nation Cure Bowl that we'll talk about in just a moment. And also you've got Georgia taking on Oklahoma in one of the college football playoff semifinals. So make sure that you keep it right here on Taylor Made Sports with Kevin Taylor. As you'll hear from Georgia head coach Kirby Smart, you'll hear from Sean Elliott, head coach of Georgia State, as well as Junior Adams, the offensive coordinator for Western Kentucky, and we'll preview the Celebration Bowl held in Atlanta at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium on Saturday, December 16th, between Grambling State and North Carolina A&T for the Black College Football Championship. Yes, so make sure that Taylor Bay Sports with Kevin Taylor is where you get your information on what's going on in Atlanta sports as we're rocking the sports bell from the ATL. Of course, you can make sure that you check me out anytime on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at KevinTaylor98. Again, that's KevinTaylor98. You can also check me out on YouTube at TaylorMade Sports with Kevin Taylor. And my most recent post was uh, at the Hawks game this past Thursday night. It was a loss to Detroit. And uh, as we record this program on Friday, December 15th, the Hawks lose to Memphis. Wow. You know, last-minute comeback by Memphis. Did the Hawks end tonight in uh, a no-call, controversial no-call that the Hawks did not get. Uh, they go down at a two-point loss to the Grizzlies. But um Hawks are still a work in progress, that's for sure. But uh, the last post that I put on YouTube was uh, Coach Bud in his post-game comments. So make sure that you check that out on YouTube again at TaylorMade Sports with Kevin Taylor. All right, well, let's get it started. Rose Bowl, January 1st, Pasadena, California. It's the granddaddy of them all, Georgia. They get into this game by beating Auburn in the SEC championship. And uh, Georgia is the SEC champions of the season. Kirby Smart, congratulations to him. He's the SEC coach of the year. Did a tremendous job with the program. And only his second season, and, of course, freshman quarterback Jake Fromm, hey, they they got to this point. that Now they are in a position to win, well, I would say, well, they can win the Rose Bowl, sure enough, but get to a national championship game. How about that? That's phenomenal. Phenomenal. Of course, you're led by the two-headed running back tandem, the senior tandem of Nick Chubb and Sonny Michelle. They're piling up yardage to open up the passing game. And uh, Jake Fromm didn't do too much, uh, but just did enough, as well as just did what his coaches wanted him to do, to get wins. And that's what they did. The only loss was to Auburn, but Georgia made up for it in the SEC championship game. They came out, kept their foot on the gas, and there you go. SEC champions. Congratulations to Georgia on a fine season. Georgia will be coming into this game. I'm sure they're going to be favored as well. Uh, you got two teams at 12-1. and one. Georgia won the SEC, of course, the Eastern Division. Oklahoma is the Big 12 champion. And so recently – they had the press conference here at the uh, College Football Hall of Fame, and uh, Kirby Smart spoke to the media about... It's an honor to be here. Our team is really excited to get to travel to the Rose Bowl for the first time in 75 years, and uh, a lot of our players are really excited as well. A lot of our kids haven't even been to the West Coast, so they're going to get an opportunity to go out and play a wonderful team in Oklahoma, 
very storied program. Um, I followed Lincoln for a long time. I know he and his staff do a tremendous job. Been very fortunate to visit with their defensive staff before. I know they do a great job, and we obviously know about the quarterback they have, who is a tremendous player. So we'll manage these next 25 days the best we can and prepare for a trip out and a great opportunity for our seniors. And uh, we're excited to be in the college football playoff. Now, coming up on the next edition of Taylor Made Sports uh, with Kevin Taylor, you're going to hear from Nick Saban and Dabo Sweeney as they also get ready to prepare for their showdown. How about that? You've got number two Oklahoma taking on number three seeded Georgia. Then you've got number one seeded Clemson taking on Alabama. That's going to be a great showdown. Great showdown. Yes. (laughs) I can't wait. I can't wait. I mean, bowl season is here. And, uh, you know, you, you, you really can't get much bigger than this. I mean, you, you've got some fantastic matchups this season. I mean, teams that have really earned their shot. A lot of people were disgruntled because Ohio State did not get in. Uh, but, you know, they lost to an unranked team, whereas Alabama only lost to Auburn. But, you know, hey, I, I know you, they won their, their conference, and Alabama didn't. I, I understand. But it's always going to be something. This college football playoff. Now you want eight teams. You know, I I I don't know what else you can do. I mean, it, it does seem to be a it needs to be a better process. That's true because everybody who feels like they should be in may not get in. Even when you expand to eight teams, it's going to be a ninth team that's in there that feels like, hey, we should be in it. So what can you do? I don't know. But Alabama and Clemson will be playing. Clemson will be playing in the uh, Sugar Bowl. Uh, also on January 1st. So uh, make sure that uh, you check out the next edition of the program, and we will have those two coaches getting their take as to um, the upcoming game against each other. And uh, these two coaches have a lot of uh, respect for one another. I'll mention that. But uh, once um, once it gets closer to New Year's Day, it's going to be a different element. It really will be. Because, um, whoa, I, I just, I, I just can't wait. I just can't wait. And New Year's Day is right around the corner. A lot of people here in the state of Georgia can't wait either. And um, it's, it's a great time of year. It is a great time of year, not just because it's Christmas, but hey, it's college bowl season. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Before we get into the uh, celebration bowl, the Atlanta Falcons they took care of business in their last game against the New Orleans Saints on national TV on the Thursday night game. But uh, this coming Monday night, they're going to be down in Tampa facing the Buccaneers. Falcons are in the playoff picture at number six. But check this out. If the Rams, I read where if the Rams lose to Seattle on Sunday and the Falcons beat Tampa Bay, that would be a great scenario, right? For the Falcons, no doubt. But that would push the Rams to seven out of the playoff picture. Unbelievable. So now what you're going to do is the Falcons are one game out of the division lead. So now what you want is for New Orleans, Carolina to lose on Sunday. And that would be a great way for the Falcons to, of course, bounce back and be tied for the division lead. 
Now, of course, Carolina had the tiebreaker against the Falcons, so they wouldn't technically be in first place. But at the same time, they have the tiebreaker right now against New Orleans until they play again on Christmas Eve. So Sunday is going to be an interesting day. I know a lot of people are like, hey, well, we don't really watch the scoreboard. But uh, after Thanksgiving, you really do pay attention to the scoreboard, no doubt, because it's that time of year. The Saints have the Jets at home on Sunday. So I'm pretty sure that a lot of people are going to be looking at that game as a win for the Saints. But anything can happen on any Sunday, that's for sure, even though the Jets have now lost their starting starting quarterback. Uh, But Carolina, they actually have a game this Sunday against Green Bay with the return of Aaron Rodgers. So, of course, that's going to be a tougher game. So you really want both visiting teams to take care of business. You want the Jets to take care of New Orleans in New Orleans. You want Green Bay to take care of Carolina in Carolina. So hopefully that can be a good setup for the Falcons on Monday night to take care of business against Tampa Bay, not the other way around. But we shall see. All right, it's going to come down to Monday. Are you ready for some football? I know I am. <laughs> it's Taylor May Sports with Kevin Taylor. We're rocking the sports bill from the ATL. Make sure you check me out on social media at Taylor, uh, Kevin Taylor 98 on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Taylor May Sports with Kevin Taylor. All right, we've got the kickoff for the bowl season. It's the Celebration Bowl. 12 noon, Mercedes-Benz Stadium, ABC is where you can watch this game. 11-1 Grambling, 7-0 in the SWAT Conference. They're going to be taking on North Carolina A&T, 11-0, 8-0 in the MEAC Conference. That's the Mid-Eastern Athletic Conference, by the way. Uh, Grambling, their quarterback, Devontae Kincaid, he's a senior. He's never lost a game against a SWAT opponent in two years as a starter. He's thrown for uh, just under 2,700 yards, 21 TDs, and just three picks. In 12 games this season, that's 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 wonderful numbers. He's also run for six touchdowns. North Carolina A&T quarterback Lamar Renard, he's a reason for, of course, North Carolina A&T being undefeated this season. He's thrown for over 2,700 yards, 26 touchdowns, and five picks. His receiver, his top go-to guy, well, his top go-to guy right now is going to be. Uh, Elijah Elijah Bell and He's caught 11 touchdown passes Already this season uh, Now Grambling like I told you With Devontae Kincaid At the helm uh, They haven't lost a SWAC game since 2015 And that was, that was the conference title game Against Alcorn State Since then Grambling has won 18 straight Versus their opponents In the conference uh, now, of course, Rod Broadway, who coached at Grambling from 2007 to 2010, led the Tigers to a SWAG championship in 2008. Now, some more other notable news. North Carolina A&T beat Grambling 17-12 to in 1996, even though that was 21 years ago. Grambling is now 4-3 and three, all the time in the series. This is Grambling's second appearance in the Celebration Bowl. They won it last year in 2016. North Carolina A&T is their second appearance in the Celebration Bowl, and they won it in 2015. So who's going to take it in 2017? And uh, we want to know what the coaches think. Let's start with Coach Rod Brown. The main thing, we're looking forward to going to Atlanta this week and competing and seeing if we can win ourselves a black college national, national championship. We're playing an outstanding football team. 
You know, I think they have a lot of pieces in place, and I think they're built similar to how we're built. And, you know, they have a good quarterback, outstanding running back, you know, good offensive line, has a good job on defense. So it should be a challenge for us. But we're looking forward to going down and competing and, uh, again, seeing if we can win as a championship. You know, that's what we're built for, and that's our goal is try to win as a championship. And I think we're close. We just got to go and play and play well, play with the same intensity we ended the season playing with, and play smarter than we did that game, and we'll be okay. Now here's Grambling State head football coach Broderick Fobbs. I tell you, it's good to be playing football at this time. You know, uh, we're one of the few teams that's fortunate to still be playing football uh, after the Thanksgiving break and Thanksgiving holidays. So uh, if you're playing at this time, that means you're pretty successful. Your team is pretty successful. And the team that you're playing is extremely successful as well. So, um, I mean, they're as good as advertised. North Carolina A&T, uh, very good coach. Uh, coach Broadway is the head football coach here. Uh, has won several, you know, national championships. I think this is maybe his fifth uh, opportunity uh, going for one, and um, you know, this is my second. So, uh, so we're fortunate, you know, to be in this particular game, uh, playing a national championship game. And uh, one thing about it, you know, when you look at both teams, they're somewhat similar. Uh, very good quarterback play, uh, really good running back play, good receivers, uh, and then great defensive line play and defensive uh, team play. So. Uh, so we're looking forward to the challenge, and uh, it's our last football game of the season, and uh, we're going to let our hair down and play as hard as we possibly can. All right, it's going to be a great game inside Mercedes-Benz Stadium. If you're not in Atlanta, if you can't make it to the game, if you are in Atlanta, then the best seat in the house is your TV or social media with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be at Mercedes-Benz Stadium for the Celebration Bowl, but if you can't be there, make sure you check it out on ABC. Coverage begins at 12 noon. I'm going to be there tweeting from the game. Also, you can make sure you check me out. No doubt about that. I'm going to have post-game coverage on my YouTube page as well. So it's going to be a great time. Welcome to Atlanta, Grambling State, and North Carolina a t should be a great game. Bands, I know the bands are going to do phenomenal, so we're going to have a great time at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. So come on out, hang out with us, all right? I know tickets are still available, and we're um, going to have a great time. Celebration Bowl, no doubt, 2017. We'd love to, love to see you. It's Taylor May Sports with Kevin Taylor. We're talking football, football, and more football right now. <laughs> and uh, it doesn't stop. It's Georgia State. They are down in Orlando, sunny Orlando, because right now in Atlanta, as we record this program, it's 31 degrees. We in snow. Yes, snow last week. It somewhat shut down the city because it came in on a Friday. People left early, schools got out early. But, you know, it wasn't like, you know, about three years ago when everybody just got stuck at the same time. It wasn't like that. No, you know, they, they, they didn't really go out and just bombard the stores with bread and milk. It wasn't like that either. But it was a significant snow event. But the next day it warmed up a little bit, but it was still cold, but it melted some of the snow away. So it really wasn't, you know, a snow event to shut down the city. But it's cold, 31 degrees. But we're here for some milder weather. But, hey, like I told you with the Celebration Bowl, it's going to be inside, so you don't have to worry about being outside. The roof will be closed. But Georgia State, they're down in Orlando, sunny Orlando, having a great time. Getting ready for the Auto Nation Cure Bowl as they take on Western Kentucky. This should be a great game. Georgia State, they struggle in different parts of the season. Got off to a slow start at the beginning of the season. Played very well in the middle part of the season. But in the close of the season, they went back to struggling. They finished at 6-5. Easily. 
they could have been seven and four at, at, at least, but they finished seven, six and five. Something to build off of still. First year head coach Sean Elliott. Congratulations to him. Thinking to a bowl. I know that was the goal, but I know probably Coach Elliott probably wanted more, you know, with more wins. But hey, it's a stepping stone. They can build for this coming up. They went into a new stadium, had a lot of fanfare, had a great positive outlook. And look at what happened. It built morale for the team. Now you're in a you're now you're going back to the, the automation cure bowl. That's great. So congratulations to uh, Coach Elliott, his staff, and players as uh, they get the job done with uh, getting to a bowl this season. So, uh, of course, Georgia State being in the Sun Belt Conference, you know, they, like I said, they, they struggled a little bit during the season. But Western Kentucky, you know, they do have a great team. If they did not, they would not be in this game. Western Kentucky can, you know, pose some problems for Georgia State. So it's going to be a great game nonetheless. Georgia State, like I told you, they're 6-5. and five. They were 5-3 and three in conference play in the Sun Belt. They're taking on Western Kentucky, who actually finished 6-6, six and six, but 4-4 four and four in Conference USA. Kickoff was at 2.30 Eastern in Orlando. And so this is going to be a great game. Make go even down to the wire. I wouldn't be surprised if it does. Georgia State, make sure that you check out their star wide receiver, Penny Hart. He's a sophomore. He led the Sun Belt with a school record, 73 catches for just over 1,000 yards, actually just under 1,100 yards, and eight TDs. Western Kentucky quarterback Mike White, he's a senior bowl invitee, and he led Conference USA in total offense with just over 300 yards per game. Now, Georgia State running back Glenn Smith is just three active FBS players with at least 1,000 yards rushing, 1,000 yards receiving, and 1,000 return yards in his career. Now, the Hilltoppers of Western Kentucky are one of 11 teams, one of 11. So that's not very many, right? One of 11 teams in FBS with five or more receivers that have 25 or more catches. So the ball has been distributed around. Um, Western Kentucky won 44-28 to in a 2013 regular season game, and that was the Hilltoppers' final season in the Sun Belt. And that game was, of course, against the Georgia State Panthers, even though that was not the regular season finale, but you know they played Georgia State in 2013. Georgia State, they're making their second bowl appearance, and the Panthers lost 27 to 16 to San Jose State in the 2015 Cure Bowl. Um, Western Kentucky, they're four and one, and uh, they're in a uh, in a bowl game for the fourth straight season. Now check this out: Western Kentucky has a three-game bowl win streak. So can uh, Georgia State break that streak? Like I said, I think it's going to be a great game. Wouldn't be surprised if it goes down to the wire. We're going to check out the coaches here. Offensive coordinator, Junior Adams. What do you think about Georgia State? This is what they show us on defense. They are a 3-4 front, so but they like to get to a 4-down front and reduce to that. Um, you know, that boundary safety is a good player, number 20. Um, their boundary linebacker is a good player. Um, we must know where he's at, him and the, the field linebacker. Um, they're very sound. Um, they do a good job in their scheme. They play hard. They play fast. Um, they don't make very many mistakes. 
Now, here's Georgia State head coach, Sean. Well, I know, you know, I know their coaching staff. I'm pretty close with a couple of those guys on their staff. I know they're going to be well coached. They've got great athleticism across the board. I mean, if you look at their skill set, uh, it's probably one of the, the big things that we're going to have to really go out and, and counteract. Uh, you know, their, their wide receivers, their quarterback play, their secondary. Uh, those guys all have speed and skill and can run. So those are the things that have really impressed me. Yes, they are. So it's going to be a great time down in Orlando for Georgia State. And uh, this game, you know, it's going to be going to be a great game, no doubt. And uh, these are two teams, like I said, this game could go down to the wire. And um, Georgia State, I think that uh, they, they're going to need a lot of fan support uh, because they went to a new stadium this year. They had struggled at home. They really did struggle at home. But um, hopefully – you know, they, they, they've, they've got the fans who travel because they did not have to travel far. And they can cheer them on to victory. Sean Elliott, like I said, has done a great job in his first season. I don't think anyone expected Georgia, Georgia State to actually get to a bowl game, but now that they are, they really need, you know, more fan, fan support. Western Kentucky, you know, we already knew about them. They, they have the support. But Georgia State, you know, it's, it's a work in progress. But I, I think they're getting there. New stadium, you know, hopefully they get, you know, some, some corporate sponsorships, more bowl appearances, more uh, recruits in-state, possibly out-of-state as well. And you're going to see Georgia State more and more bowl games and putting a more uh, uh, winning team and product onto the field. And I know Sean Elliott mentioned that in his uh, press conference uh, earlier this week. And, of course, that's what it boils down to, and he's right. You've got to put a winning product on the field for people to come out and support. And then when you get to this point, hey, they, they, would, they would not mind travel, traveling with you. Georgia is going to travel well to Pasadena, cross country. They're going to travel well. Georgia Tech, different story. They don't really sell out Bobby Dodd. They don't. I'm just being honest with you. So if they went cross country, they would not sell out. It, it, it just would not happen. Georgia State did not have to travel far. So hopefully the fan support will be there for uh, for this game, and I hope that uh, it can be a successful victory for the Panthers because they are really, really in a good position to come away to come away victorious, and I think they can do it against Western Kentucky. Now you can catch the game, like I said, at two thirty on CBS Sports Network. That's cable, CBS Sports. Network, not the CBS main, you know, network, but CBS Sports Network. Yeah, cable. So, all right. So now you're caught up on the Celebration Bowl, you're caught up on the Cure Bowl, and we preview slightly the college football playoff featuring Georgia. So, like I told you, in the next edition of Taylor Made Sports with Kevin Taylor, what we're going to do is talk more about the college football playoff, as well as we're going to have comments from Nick Saban, Dabo Sweeney, and probably. Uh, uh, Lincoln Riley as well, and we're going to talk about the Atlanta Hawks and more basketball. As, of course, it's basketball season, so we're going to get back into that as well. So check me out on social media to let you know when the next edition of TaylorMade Sports with Kevin Taylor will air. And again, that's on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at KevinTaylor98. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of the program, everyone. I've had a great time being with you. Never be discouraged, always encouraged. And until the next time, my friends, I'm out.